surprised how. Just like the information that was on it. Crazy, right? Yeah. Because, well, I don't know if we, I should talk about it. It's okay. I already hit record. Oh, so. we're recording? Yeah, we're recording right now. Oh, is there not an intro? No, there is. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're just going to go. We can do that now. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Self Love Saga. Um, I'm Jessica, and with me today, I have my second guest. Woo! Should I say my name? <laughs> yeah, introduce yourself. Uh, this is Millie. I'm Jessica's sister. Yes. So last week, we had <laughs> Rachel, who is my youngest sister. This week, I've got Millie, my other sister, who is my second to last sister. The middle sister, technically, right? Middle sister. Trisha, me, and then Rachel. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But that's what happens when there's a lot of kids yeah, in the family. Yeah, a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, today we are talking about something super fun. <laughs> kind of terror-inducing trauma, but it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> today we're talking about plus-size clothing mm-hmm. and how plus-size clothing in the industry is just like, it's a joke. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's, um, it's, a, it's like a chess match, almost. <laughs> To win, it's just so many steps you have to take to get something that works. Right. I know that, like, a lot of people who um, do plus-size clothing shopping or have to wear plus-size clothing, they just shop online because Mm -hmm. there's really no options for plus-size women, fat women. I'm just going to be... Big girl. Big girls. BBW. Beautiful <laughs> <laughs> woman. Um, there's really no place for us to shop at, that is a brick and mortar oh, store. No. Very rare. Very, very rare. So before we like get into the meat of the episode where, you know, we just share trauma <laughs> shopping for fat people clothes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna kind of uh, lay down some facts that I found, which you said were very surprising. I was surprised, yes. Yeah. Just because when you're you're bigger, you feel alone, and these numbers made me realize I'm not. Right. So I think that's what was most surprising. Yeah. I'm going to push the microphone just a little bit more towards you. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, to start off... I'm just going to give some facts that I found off of the CDC. So, according to the CDC, the size of an average American is as follows. For men, they are usually 69 inches tall. They weigh 199.8 pounds. And their waist circumference in inches is 40.5 inches. That's the average size of the American male. For the American female, their height is 63.5 inches. The average weight is 170.8 pounds. And their waist circumference in inches is 38.7, which is a size 16. That is the average size of an American woman. Hmm. So, right off the bat... Limits uh, most Americans to the plus size section, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So 68% of women wear a size 14 or higher. When it comes to finding plus size clothing in retail shops, um, only 2.3% is dedicated to plus size clothing. So that stat is. For high-end retailers, so like Macy's, Nordstrom, oh yeah, bougie boutique, I believe that stores is two point three percent. Looking at regular retails, retailers, for example, Target, J.C. Penney, 
those kind of places. Uh, the percentage is around 16% for the product that they carry as plus size clothing. However, it's near impossible to find a retailer that sells clothing past a size 16 or 18 in a brick and mortar store. Mm -hmm. And that's being very generous with the sizing too, because I know when I used to do a lot of like, um, in store shopping at like, especially at like locally owned stores, there was really nothing over an extra large or a size 12. Oh, if that, they usually, the, the like self owned businesses, I don't even touch because all they have is a large or extra large, and I personally am bigger than that. <laughs> and so I just don't go because. What's the point of, what's going, the point in of going in and getting no way more to be disappointed? <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the possibility of them just like rolling their eyes when I walk in because they know for a fact what they have in the store, mm -hmm. you know. In their brains thinking, oh, honey, you're not going to find anything here. Yeah. <laughs> just right off the bat. And who knows if I'm shopping for myself or someone else. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they don't know. Um, so when we come into the cost mm -hmm. for wearing plus size clothing, people who are fat have to pay more for their clothing. So we are being punished for being fat, essentially. Well, and the thing is, until I read through this, and you're going to get into a little bit of it, you, I think you mentioned, like, it was only pennies worth to, for, like, the extra fabric. Mm -hmm. And I, in my head, I was like, well, it's more fabric. So, of course, it's going to be more expensive. But it's not any higher-end material or anything like that compared to the smaller sizes. So yeah. kind of like... Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so like a size small to an extra large top is going to essentially cost the same mm -hmm. when you're purchasing it. Um, but as soon as you look into buying a size 2X or larger than that, you have to pay more money for mm -hmm. that top. Like I'm sure that everybody has like experienced going into Walmart and seeing, you know, a sign that says sweater $12 and then a tiny print underneath $2 more for 2x or higher size hmm. have you I ever seen that just don't touch the smaller section I automatically look for plus women's okay so my brain has just been trained to do that so I'm not used to seeing them in sections together okay so the only way I see the price difference is if I shop online. Okay. Because they promote the skinny sizes. Mm -hmm. You have to dig to find the plus size in, like, the side menu. Right. And then it shows the skinny model, and then it shows the plus sizes underneath all the other sizes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see the pricing different. Right. Which is, like, $2 or more. Yeah. And people who are shopping for those larger sizes automatically think, okay, well... More fabric, mm -hmm. I can understand the cost of that. Um, but when I looked around online and did, did some research. digging, some research, <laughs> I noticed and read that the cost for making larger sizes is pennies worth of fabric. Because when you put it into perspective, you know, you measure out the size for a size small, and then you measure out the size for a size extra large, and there's a huge difference between a small and an mm -hmm, extra large. For sure. But then when you look at the size of an extra large compared to the size of a 2X, mm -hmm. it's only an extra two inches worth of fabric. So why are we being penalized? Two dollars for every inch? Yeah. Like, girl. Exactly. Well, and if you think about it, like, they the amount of money they're selling it for is more than what they are actually uh, using. Because right. they have to make money. Yeah, they have to make a profit. So they're marking up their price of mm -hmm. clothing. 
But for plus sizes, they think that they can price gouge their customers because customers will think, oh, well, it's going to cost more because it takes more fabric to cover my fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> but and it's, it's just... not. It's not true. <laughs> well, and when you pad it like that your whole life, you're just kind of used to it. You yeah. don't even, like, care at that point. You're just like, well, I have to wear something. Yeah. Which is a whole thing in and of itself because the actual styles and fashion for plus-size clothing is just terrible. Oh, it's it's terrible, but it's way better than about 10 years ago. It's true. It's come a long way, but it's still just as bad as far as, like, how it's branded mm-hmm. and how much it costs and how it's not accepted. Still, it's a lot better, but it's it's got a long way to go. Right. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, so because the extreme lack of plus-size clothing available to fat consumers is so limited, women who are heavier, um, and I'm just going to focus on women because I don't have the male perspective perspective or but experience it's the same thing they but have, it is they they have their own section too yeah size. i mean men have their own plus size section they have their own big and tall stores yeah. you know um but it is very limited as it is for women women but i'm just gonna speak on this side. on the side of the <laughs> women because i'm a woman <laughs> um so we are forced as plus size women to shop at stores that specifically cater to plus size bodies. Like the two most prevalent stores are Lane Bryant and Torrid. Torrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the retailers know this, they jack up their prices. Oh, yeah. There's only a couple of them, too. So they don't have a lot of competition. Exactly. And they know that women who don't want to be judged when they walk into a store, they will pay whatever they want so they can have the good experience of actually just shopping and not having the anxiety of other people judging them while you still have the anxiety of, is this still going to fit me? While yeah. you're still going into the store meant for you, you know? Right. It <clears throat> it creates a safe space. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of attest to this because I used to work for one of these retailers. We will not say which one. <laughs> um, and that was a big part of what kind of helped me personally, like, appreciate my body more Mm -hmm. because I worked in a place where it was allowed to be who you were Mm -hmm. you know but like before I got my job at this plus size store I worked in a regular straight size clothing store where I couldn't wear anything Mm -hmm. that was sold at the location (laughs) you know except for like very occasionally when they would get an extra extra large Uh in and I was able to squeeze into that. It's like a skinny because tank I, top. Yeah. You have to wear something over because it's the only thing they make larger. <laughs> exactly. So it kind of gave me the opportunity to be in a place where I felt safe to express myself fashionably. And I will never, like, take those experiences that I've had for 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 granted and we'll get into that here in a minute I've got like (laughs) just a couple little more notes left before we get into conversations (laughs) and experiences um so because um plus size women are forced to go to a specific location to shop and because of the price gouging that happens I did a little bit of more research. A little bit more research. <laughs> um, I did a price comparison oh. between Torrid, 
and H&M. And they sell pretty close to the same clothes, I would guess. I don't shop at H&M. The same style. I think they even go up to size 16 and 18 like you were talking about H&M. Right. They they might. I didn't shop in their plus section. I didn't check to see if they had a plus section because... I was doing a price comparison between the two stores. Um, big, but, like, I picked out a pair, uh, a pair of panties, a bra, a pair of jeans, and a black t-shirt. Just basic. Ba- the most basic outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the average cost for this basic outfit from Torrid was $159. So that's the bra, panties, jeans, and your basic t-shirt. Um, the average cost of a basic outfit from H&M was $92.96. So I also, I should say, plus I got an extra pair of panties from H&M because I couldn't find a singular pair, pair of panties, whereas Torrid... They don't do packs. They do individually yeah. sold. It's more boutique-y. <laughs> yeah. Um, which means they can sell their underwear for 12 Or more expensive. 50 I was going to say, yeah. For one <laughs> instead of two. So technically, I should really increase the price of the torrid amount to 171 to include the two pairs of underwear. Sure. So why are fat women being penalized $78.54 for just a few extra pennies worth of fabric? I can't give you a fucking answer. <laughs> like, what? that's what was so shocking to me was seeing how much money is being taken you know, of course you are buying it. You're agreeing to paying that. But why is that the only option? You know, I've even thought of like, why can't we just have a store like, you know, Torah Lane Bryant that is meant to be fashionable for youth and for women that is actually reasonably priced because Newsflash, large people are at every age. Mm-hmm. I was a big kid, and the amount of times I would go into a store and see, try and clothes, put them up to my body, and go, nope, nope, nope. Every shirt you put on, you just hate the experience. You hate it. And I like these stores because that doesn't happen and it's more like you're paying for that experience instead of for the actual clothes yeah it's true um i remember while i was working at this retailer that a woman came in and right off the bat Plus size women are very anxious going out in public in general, Mm -hmm. let alone going out in public to go shopping for clothes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So this woman came into the store. She was very nervous. She was very apprehensive. It took me a while to like, get her to open up to me and just have like a basic conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, She hadn't been shopping for clothing in years um, because there was nowhere for her to shop. And she came to our store because she was told by her daughter you know, go check out this place. There will be clothes there that will fit you. Um, and so she finally got up the courage go. to go. Good on her. <laughs> and I just remember kind of like 
that was like the first thing that she really said to me. She's like, oh, I didn't know, you know, where to go. My daughter told me about this place. I haven't been shopping in years. So it was just kind of like what I was able to get out of her at the beginning of her shopping experience. Mm -hmm. And I was able to like kind of set her at ease and be like, oh, don't worry. Let's go find some cute stuff for you. And I like picked out some clothes for her and I, she was, I had like set her aside in the fitting room and she was trying clothes on and I went up and I knocked on the door to check on her mm -hmm. and see how she was doing. And she was in tears oh. and I was like, oh sweetie, what's wrong? Yeah. Is everything okay? Did I grab the wrong size for you? She said, no, everything is fine. This is just the first time in years where I've looked at myself in the mirror and oh not God. hated what I've seen. That's so... <laughs> like... I cry. Like, it's such a positive experience. And when you're bigger, it never happens very slim to none, you know? Mm -hmm. That probably made such a difference, honestly. I mean, if it made a difference in my life, I'm sure it made a difference in her life, you know. I It's tough because I'm kind of like on the smaller spectrum of fat people. <laughs> I'm what they call a skinny fat. <laughs> a, a slim fit is what I like to call it. A slim fit. No, a slim thick. Oh, a slim thick. I've never heard that before. I'm a slim thick. I like that. <laughs> Which means I'm like right past the point of like straight size clothing. So mm -hmm. I'm a size 20. Mm -hmm. And I, the way that, that I, I carry my weight in my body mm -hmm is easily hideable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I carry my weight like a man instead of like a woman. So while I have the big butt and legs, most of my weight I carry is like in my belly and my tummy. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel very fortunate for myself in that <laughs> department. And, you know... There are women out there who are a lot bigger who do have, like, that issue and that apprehension with oh, yeah. plus-size shopping. I'm one of them, girl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> so, like, I feel like it's easier for me to get away with shopping um, for plus-size clothing because I do have more options than other heavier people because I'm like right on the edge. I can get away with wearing it a uh, 2X or sometimes a very baggy extra large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I was very happy working with the customers that I did at this plus size clothing store because I was able to have those experiences with them and make women feel better, feel better about themselves. I mean, I remember when I was growing up and all of the girls around me were super thin, super skinny. Yeah. Um, and not really having anywhere for me to go shopping mm -hmm. because we were too poor to shop yeah. at Lane Bryant. Tour yeah. wasn't a thing. No, not at that time. There were no real, like, plus-size clothing stores back then for me. So what mom could afford and what our family could afford when it came to clothes was DI. Ross. Ross. Mm-hmm. Walmart. Walmart. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Ross was like when the you the fancy. <laughs> it was the fanciest place that yeah. we ever went shopping. For sure. Um, 
I think maybe once when we were younger, I stepped into a Lane Bryant and we went in and looked at everything. We couldn't buy anything because it was so expensive. Yeah. So we just walked out. Right. Sorry, guys. If you hear my puppers. Little. <laughs> on, the, on the floor. <laughs> um, so, yeah. A lot of my clothes were women's older clothes from, like, D.I., um, and if you don't know what that is, it's like a yes. church thrift store. Yes. Like a the, mega church donation. The Savers. Store. The Savers yeah. or the Salvation Army. Yeah. It's a thrift store. <laughs> I'm like talking like everybody knows what I'm talking about. I know what you are, but just in case people are new, that's what the Deseret Industries is like a Mormon thrift store where everything goes yeah so a lot of the clothes that I had were like very dated mm -hmm. unfashionable came from the 80s mm -hmm. <laughs> well and at the time that wasn't in fashion like now <laughs> everything's in fashion again but back then it wasn't you felt like oh we have to go to the DI and I have to grab some old lady shirts. Yeah. That's how I felt, at least. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. I Back to school shopping was a nightmare for me. <laughs> a nightmare. Everybody is like, so like, oh, back to school shopping, fashion show, let's do this. <laughs> and for me, it was just like, great. A week of hell before I have to go back to hell. <laughs> I think that's why I liked the supplies shopping more than the clothes shopping. Right. I was like, like mm, pencils. notebooks, pencils, a planner. <laughs> oh, uh, not, oh, great. And now I have to go into this fitting room and squeeze my fat ass into a pair of low-rise With flare mom jeans. knocking on the door. You done yet, honey? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've had a lot of, like, those kinds of traumatic experiences. Um, finding, like, back when I was getting married and mm -hmm. finding a wedding dress was I a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, going to like store after store. Do you carry this size? And I was smaller than I am now mm -hmm. back then. I was probably like an 18 then. Yeah. Um, average size. Again, people. Average size. Stats. <laughs> and... All of the dresses that did fit me were not that pretty. Mm -hmm. I finally, like, went to a place and I, I feel like I kind of settled mm -hmm. with the dress. You know what I mean? Like, by the end of that, I was just so tired. I was so exhausted. I was just like, it fits. It doesn't look awful. It's cheap. We're buying it. We're getting it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I never had the experience, really, of having clothes that I liked to wear because I liked how I looked in them. I didn't have that until I went shopping with you when I was around 15, 16. And about that time, I was bigger. I'm, I've been big my whole life, people. <laughs> But uh, particularly from then to now, it's been a headache trying to shop. I personally don't shop in store now. I take my measurements and I buy clothes online because I've had too many experiences of walking in, usually with mom, and that alone, just like a parent trying to make it good for you, and I, I bet you she tried so hard to make it a positive thing for oh, us. Oh, yeah. That I would just do the whole looping around the store looking for it, picking out what I liked and what I saw, 
and then asking the person, do you have it in a size? No, we have it online. You can buy it online. Not even being able to try it on first before I buy it. And then you get it in the mail two weeks later, try it on and, and it doesn't fit. And mm-hmm. then you have to return it. It's kind of like, uh, it's defeating. I actually had a really good shopping experience um, a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh, yeah? Tell me yeah. about it. We <laughs> need I, some positive right now. I know. I, I got a gift card for my birthday from um, someone in my life. And I went to Torrid because that's where she heard that that's where I could get clothes. <laughs> Down the grapevine. <laughs> and... I oh, actually, I know this great little place <laughs> where all these fat people can shop. <laughs> She's super nice about it. Like she, no, like, I know. But like, she was nice. I'm not sure about the person she talked to. But <laughs> I actually was able to go on there and just look at whatever I wanted and put it in the cart and not worry about the price for once in my life. And by the end of it, I went through their whole store online. And the amount of things that were in my cart were actually the amount of the gift card. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this has never happened to me before. And I got everything in the mail. And the one thing that didn't fit is the one thing I did not check. And it was a pair of jeans. Mm. I haven't worn jeans in a long time. I wear leggings because those are pretty easy to get away with. And that was it. I got new shoes. They fit perfect. I got new shirts. I got the whole shebang, a bra, underwear. It was nice. amazing. And it, it was surprising how little I got because it was only about like maybe 10 things. Oh, wow. And it was like $200. Yeah, not and a lot. Not a lot. It won't get a lot. <laughs> but I thought it was a lot because I've never had that many successes before. Right. <laughs> right. And so it's, it's, it's the double-edged sword, you know? Yeah, definitely. I remember another experience. I was graduating high school, and we needed a graduation dress mm. and I remember seeing this dress from Debs. I don't know if anybody remembers remember this Debs. store. <laughs> a long out of business now. <laughs> but Debs was a place, the one place at the mall that carried my size and it was super cheap. Super, like, had to have been child labor clothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll disintegrate in the sun. <laughs> we'll fall apart after one wash. The yep. cheapest clothing. But they had my size. Mm-hmm. And there was this halter top dress that was, like, you know, that really gross. It was, like athletic pant legging but in dress form so that super stretchy black cheap polyester fabric (laughs) I'm so surprised they made that into a dress (laughs) (laughs) but it was this dress that was a halter top it was like the handkerchief skirt you know and then it had like this blue ribbon just sewn along like the hemline Mm -hmm. I loved this dress it made me, I tried it on and made me feel sexy, you know? Oh. And it was the first time that I actually, like, felt good about something that I tried on. Mm-hmm. But, and it was, like, super cheap, too. <laughs> so when I went shopping for my graduation dress, this is the first place that I wanted to go. Mom and I went uh, shopping for it. And... um So we went there, I tried it on, loved it, but because it was a halter top Mm -hmm. dress. It was immodest. It was immodest, and I was not allowed to get it. 
broke my fucking heart. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't offer one of those stupid fucking cardigan things you put over I the I went back later and I bought it for myself. <laughs> That's so awesome. And <laughs> bought a black t-shirt and wore that underneath to get past... The whole modesty <laughs> rule. I'm surprised it was a problem because don't you wear your, like, graduation gown over it? Yeah. And you just unzip it and you're wearing a dress? Yeah. Right? But, you know, Mom. She's, you know the church. She's thinking she's going to be wearing this dress over and over and over. Yeah. Right? Probably. And that's why. Um, so... You know, I had to, like, walk away from this dress that I, like, liked... And we had to go to store after store after store of being disappointed of, no, sorry, we only carry up to this size. Oh, here's what we have. It's these three dresses that looked terrible. To we finally drove probably like a distance of 40 miles away from our house to this store that which I can't even remember like the name of. It could have been, like, the Ladybug dress store or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But it was this store that carried larger sizes. It was kind of like a dress barn type place. Okay. And we found this dress. Do you remember? You, you were super young I back then. I remember pictures. Yeah, like, the picture of it. So it was, like, a, a, a cream tan, like slip with black lace it was the most modern dress that was modest that I could get away with yeah being allowed to wear and I'm surprised by it as well but actually the tan fabric underneath was probably so thick mm -hmm. that mom was like yeah it'll be fine yeah <laughs> yeah um was I happy with it no but I did go back and I bought that other dress <laughs> with my own money. Um, it wasn't for my graduation. It was after I graduated high school. <laughs> did you wear it out? Yeah, I wore it to like a college dance. Aww. And in the solace of my own bedroom. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um... Yeah, now as an adult, like, I'm able to go shopping and it's, it's not, because I mean, back then, buying clothes online wasn't a thing. Oh, the, it wasn't, because the internet wasn't, like, built properly yet, right? No, we're still <laughs> in the beginning stages, we're not going to reveal how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> to the other day, I was at work. And I went up to this cardigan while I was talking to a co-manager of mine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look at this lamb chop looking cardigan. This is like this cream <laughs> wooly cardigan. And the girl was like, lamb chop? Who's that? What? Oh my God, it felt like a slap in the face. They she was too young and she didn't know who lamb chop was. She was probably, she's probably like 1920, okay? And, <laughs> I'm gonna... and it was just like a slap in the face, making me feel so old because she didn't understand my reference. Jessica, I don't understand it either. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, oh, like lamb chop in the freezer. <laughs> you don't know who lamb chop is? I, if I do, I probably need a picture. It's the little lamb puppet. From what? It was a kid's TV show. Yeah, girl, I haven't. Oh, my God. If I saw, a picture, if I saw a picture, I'd probably know it because I, you have to realize, Jez, I'm 10 years younger than you. I know. Or 11? 11. <laughs> so if you show, yeah, pull up a picture. Let me see. Because if I see a picture, I'll, I might recognize it. Oh no! <laughs> Even the internet it's doesn't just know. Racks of lamb. <laughs> Even the internet doesn't know who I am. This is lamb chop. Okay, let me see. 
Puppet from Sesame oh. Street. Well, yeah. You Now you know who yeah. Manchop is? No, I thought I see a picture. Okay. But <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have gotten that if you said that in the story either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love you. I love you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's just like, is it because I work in the public now, like with this new job, it's been quite an experience. So I went from like sitting, talking to nobody for like two and a half years of my life. And now I go back into retail and I'm around a lot younger people. Yeah. Is it because I'm around people more that I realize how old I'm getting? Or am I just at that point where I'm getting older and like... Just, like, slowly realizing these things. Well, I am beginning to have that happen to me. <laughs> like, things where I'm realizing, oh, people don't know what this is. And, I mean, it's kind of just happens over time. Like, I'm realizing now that my generation is now in their 20s. Like, it's blowing my mind. The more and more I think about it. I got a notification recently <laughs> on Facebook from my high school and they're oh, like no. we're gonna do a 15 year reunion this oh, year fuck no oh my god wait when do you have reunions because I haven't gotten shit and I've been graduated for five years 10 years is the first the first okay yeah not looking forward to that email well, that happened to me, like, five years ago, because so <laughs> now we're clearly at the 15-year mark. <laughs> to be fair, I still think it's 2020, so I think you're on the safe side. Like, don't you worry about it. I definitely think the reason why you're noticing it more, though, is because older people and young adults are not going out. They want to stay inside because we've been away and yeah. all these kids want to get out because they want to, you know. I don't know. I was talking to the same person mm -hmm. and she was like, tell me a little bit about yourself. And I was like, oh, well, um, I graduated high school in 2007. And she's like, wait, that's when I started preschool. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> Wait, seven? What age group is preschool? Like three? I think I think it's four, four or maybe five. I don't know. Yeah, that would throw me through a loop. Yeah. And we're just like sitting there having a zero conversation and then all of a sudden I mentioned this and I feel <laughs> so old. <Ancient. laughs> well, trust me, you're not. Like, <laughs> well, I know I'm not. But like it started off like a few years ago. And, sorry guys, I know we're on this huge tangent, oh, tangent now, but we're in the middle of it now. Mm -hmm. um, so, I go, I started off with, like, me not, like, feeling in touch with, like, pop culture. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know who these people are. Like, I don't notice them in, like, when they're, like, guest starring on, like, commercials, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, this person is famous because they're being a spokesperson for this car company or whatever. But I don't recognize this person. Outside of the commercial? Like, what they're for? Yeah. Like, and so I texted, like, um, Trisha. Our other sister. Our other sister. <laughs> and I was like, hey, do you know who this person is in this commercial? Like, oh, she, she's a rapper. Like, Oh, do you know who okay. it was? This is like the chick on the Audi commercial. I don't, with the red lipstick. I don't get commercials. Oh, do you know her name? No. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> but she's a rapper. Anyway, so it started <laughs> off like with this. Okay, I'm like, I don't know who these pop culture people are. Zendaya, like that's her person. <laughs> yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> and then it, it got to the point where it was like, okay. Now there's this TikTok thing. I don't in I don't subscribe to TikTok. I 
I like downloaded it once, watched it for like a couple of hours, and I was like, I don't get this, so I <laughs> got rid of it. <laughs> um, and then like now this, I don't know. Now the fashion is like starting to confuse me because it's like almost whatever is ago, popular right? was like super popular like forever ago. <laughs> I feel like this generation, the like high schoolers, junior high kids, they're just sifting through every other generation's fashion. Yeah. Like every year it's a different thing. I think early 2000s is coming up soon. Yeah. Which is sad. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna, it's it's gonna, gonna be, so be bad. bad. <laughs> um, so then it was this fashion, and now that it's like all of these references people are not getting from me. Like the other day, it was a different manager. Someone who I thought was a little bit older by like three years. This song comes on on our system, and I was like, Oh, this song reminds me, like, the beginning little tune reminds me of the Price is Right theme song. Mm. Everybody knows who Price is Right is, right? Yes. Like, she didn't! She didn't understand my reference. She's like, what? Price is Right? I was like, you don't know! I think that might be just a her problem, because I'm pretty sure everyone knows what that is. Unless... You would think it's still I... playing. Yeah, it's still running. <laughs> <coughs> but, yeah. No, I'm old people. Well, and speaking of like um, trends and stuff, when when you're a larger person, you don't get to have that. Really, it's true. Thank you, you for getting us back on subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a second, but we're back, baby. Um, you kind of just do what you do, and then if it becomes a trend, you started it. <laughs> right you just kind of wear what's available yeah. like you said you just wear a lot of leggings yeah and well they're comfortable too right and I don't have to worry about not fitting into them because they stretch <laughs> right yeah jeans are like so difficult so difficult to find when you're a fat person they used to be my favorite were skinny jeans because they were in mm -hmm. fashion and I used to have I think it was mom she was like that just doesn't look flattering and I was like but I want it I want to wear it you know so we got to the point where she helped me take my DI boot cut jeans and she showed me how to make them into skinny jeans and we like sewed them and made them because oh, wow. I couldn't find them anywhere. Wow. And so you have to be thrifty. And <laughs> you, especially when you're, you know, poor, you don't have a lot of money. You make shift a lot of your clothes. You patch them up and get going. Yeah. But it sucks that it had to come from a place where it was unflattering on because you know that mom's generation they're always told you have to wear this cut of fabric on your body like a hourglass shape sort of thing and mm -hmm. it makes you look more feminine and more pleasing to the eye right know? and I think that's the one thing I love is that plus size now is what you want to wear mm -hmm. I can wear a crop top and yeah. I don't give a fuck, you know? I'm going to wear me, and you wear you. That's the whole point of clothes, is... Expression. Expression and survival <laughs> is the only reason. And when you dress for survival, for survival, it's not fun. It's a necessity. Yeah. And now at this point, we're getting to the point where we can actually wear what we want to wear because... It's our style, you know? And I think that's the one thing I love about clothes now because it's been a hard relationship with clothes. Yeah. Is we can finally start figuring out what we like. Mm-hmm. It's true. I have been working in retail for a long time in my life. Most of my work history is retail. Mm -hmm. And... 
so far, it's been a lot of ups and downs with how I feel about fashion. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you dress for survival. Mm-hmm. What is going to make me look least offensive and make me feel something other than I hate myself? Yeah. <laughs> Good about yourself. Um And not feel like I have to worry whether it's too tight on my belly or if it's going to show my back rolls or, you know, jeans are too low. If I bend over, is it going to show my butt crack? (laughs) You know, just those like little things. Yeah. And I think that it was just like you said, dressing for survival. Mm -hmm. And now... I'm still in retail, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm actually starting to, like, realize the diversity and the variety that is available is starting to open up. When you told me this this retail uh, store you work at now... They don't even have a plus size section. It's just a women's section that mm-hmm. has all sizes. And in my mind, I've been trained to look for a plus size section because they want us in a completely different area. You know? Yeah. And at the same time, it was almost comforting to have that because I didn't want anybody looking at me who is different. But at the same time, it causes a division. You don't get to see those types of bodies. And maybe that was originally placed that way so they couldn't see us buying clothes. But it made it worse because now we can't see the benefit or on either side. You know? Yeah. So Old Navy did something really cool last year. Um, it was kind of like while I was making notes for this podcast months and months ago, and I saw it was maybe like a week or two after I had like finished doing the notes for the show. Mm-hmm. And it was like body quality. We're going to make every size available to our customers in all of our stores because before it was just available online so available in stores and it's going to be the exact same thing that we make for our straight size customers and it's going to cost the same And we're not dividing it. So Mm -hmm. if you go to a spot for that one thing, you're going to find a size extra small through 4X. That's so cool. Doesn't matter. This extra small, (laughs) it's going to cost $19.99. This 4X, it's going to cost $19.99. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. This should be the standard for clothing. There should not be a division of... We don't want to look at you, so go shop at your own place. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there was fat phobia until I got a lot older. And I started seeing people have it. <laughs> you know, people glorify these transformation videos they see of people. And half of them are like, good on you, you're, you're healthier, you look happier, and then the other people are like, they look so much better, skinnier. And I bet they're so much happier now. Like, it's, it's uh, taking credit away from that person's happiness when they were larger. Because mm-hmm. I'm happy now. Yeah. I'm a big girl. I still have insecurities, but I'm gaining self-love. That's what this podcast is all about. You know, you have to work on that relationship just like any other relationship. Yeah. I mean, 
I highly recommend reading a book called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat. Aubrey Gordon wrote it. <laughs> She's got her own podcast. <laughs> I listen to them. <laughs> um, but she is a an advocate for fat people, essentially. Um, there are a lot of fat phobic people. I mean, and you don't even realize it. Like, this is something that, like, is not, like... I don't want to say out of our control because we can control things. Mm-hmm. We can control how active we are. We can control what we eat. Just like anybody else. Just like anybody else. Do I always eat healthy? No. Do I watch what I eat? Yes. Do I make sure that I cook all of my meals from scratch? Except for eating out once a week, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm also a vegetarian, so it does make it harder for me to not eat a lot of carbs. But, you know, it's it's my way of living and it's my choice of living. Mm-hmm. And I do consciously keep in mind what I'm eating. Like, I realize, okay, so I had a lot of cheese this week. We're, we're not going to, we're going to lay out, you know. <laughs> so, like, I bad. am, like, very conscious in what I eat. I also, you know, do my best to stay as active as I can. Uh, had to take a back seat because of, you know, my work schedule and then starting a new job. But now at this new job, I'm on my feet all day and being active and running around. You're automatically just exercising. <laughs> every you day. know? So, I mean, like, I am an active person. Mm-hmm. But my body doesn't reflect that. Well, even if you weren't, whose fucking business is it? Exactly. But I also am in a place where, because I'm fat, I feel like I have to justify that you're being healthy. That I'm being healthy. Yeah. Whereas somebody who is a size four could be completely inactive, be a very lazy person, eat whatever the fuck they want, and it's not going to affect their size. Because they have, you have to realize here that humans are different, their cells are different everybody's body works differently. My body doesn't have metabolism. Mm -hmm. I found that out when I was very young from a doctor who said, hey, your body doesn't process sugar properly. It just turns into fat. And so the only way to burn off this fat is to stop taking as much sugar and then be more active. I personally know that, and whose fucking business is it to know that, unless I want to share it? Right. I know that's the reason why I'm big. But, I mean, it's, it is. It's a genetic thing. It's my body doing its body thing. All bodies are different. (laughs) And it can do its thing. I love it. (laughs) Um, my guess is that Joe is home. (laughs) By the sound of our dog. Um, so we are going to go ahead and wrap up. Okay. Is that cool with you? We've been talking for like an hour, so. Okay. Yeah. I just want to like close with saying no matter what size you are, you're beautiful. And you don't need to get validation from anyone to feel beautiful. You need to find it yourself. I completely agree. All bodies are beautiful. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap up. Um, Go ahead and email us at selflovesaga at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at selflovesaga. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.